welcome to Silux, the podcast where we talk about scientific developments and technological changes in Luxembourg. And in today's episode, we talk about tracking mouse movement. We see what additional gain we can have from beer production. We talk a bit about diagnosis through our voices and revisit a Luxembourgish dinosaur. But first, as usual, it's time for the pub quiz. It's been a while since I had a chance to explain the rules to you, so I'm going to do it again, just in case. This is the part of the podcast where I give you one pub quiz style question. And the answer to this question is at the very end of this podcast. Today's question is, and it's going to be a little bit different because you will have choices. It might not be only one valid choice. The question is, what additional packaging can you now put into the blue Valorlux bag? So the bag that collects our plastic waste. Here are the options. Is it A, black plastic, B, plastic films and bags, C, crisps packages, D, coffee packages, or E, plastic pots, cups, and trays. Listen to the whole podcast, I will give you the answer at the very end. And now on today's topics. As I mentioned, the first one I wanted to tell you about is about tracking our mouse movements. So yeah, of course, some of you might say, oh, I don't use my mouse when browsing the internet or using computer. Yes, it can be also the trackpads. It's eventually the cursor that counts in this case. So the scientists from the University of Luxembourg, and that will be Professor Louis Leiva, as well as uh, Dr. Ioannis Aparakis, have studied what we can learn from our mouse movements. And there are two different studies that have been recently published. The first one says that our mouse movements can reveal sensitive information. So they can tell the others about our age or gender. Unfortunately, in the information I've found, I don't know how the, the scientists don't talk about exactly how they can reveal it, but I can tell you that, well, they claim that this is possible. And the problem with this is that before it was very easy to track our mouse movements, uh, just five lines of code and we could record everything, but it was very difficult to analyze. And it turns out that right now through the developments in computer science and machine learning, it is very, very easy to download the right libraries or frameworks and be able to analyze these uh, movements. With these analyses, you are able to really tell much more about the users. And of course, the protection of our privacy, the data privacy issues come into play in this case. The scientists have also prepared a web browser extension. It's called Mouse Faker and it's on GitHub. I will share the link in the show notes as usual. And this one is actually using the adversarial machine learning in order to distort our mouse movement. So if you're interested, you don't want to be tracked, uh, you can always download this extension. And if you do, let me know how it works. Uh, any feedback is always welcome. For the second research, it's about, again, mouse movements, but more about actually 
good things about it. The fact that two, three seconds of our mouse movements can already tell something about our frustration, about our interest, or maybe actually uh, something about uh, why we left certain pages. So the scientists have proven that really this very short time frame, which actually will not let us learn more about the users, is enough to know something about it. When it comes to paying attention to the page, it is shown the very beginning of the movement. When it comes to abandonment, that's the end, the last movements, and uh, the frustration, they say the results were mixed and it's a little bit beginning end. And I was just wondering what on earth were the people doing with frustration? I do remember getting angry with keyboards or whatever else right now with the laptop. It's a little bit more difficult. Uh, by the way, if you want to report how it is nowadays to get angry with the computer, what you do, tell me. I'm always interested. I actually try not to anymore because it's too precious and you can't just easily change pieces, can you? So yes, yeah, so this very interesting thing, the scientists are saying, Professor Leva claims that it's not only good for the experience, the user experience, but also it will mean just less data to be processed, uh, less valuable bandwidth that comes with it. And it will, of course, increase speed as well, which is always a good thing, isn't it? And after moving our mice, uh, we are going to talk about beer. If you remember, I told you this is some additional gain of beer production. And no, I do not mean your beer belly, so whatever else, that's not really a positive gain. And as you know, I try to talk about positive things here in the podcast. What I mean is trying to find a way of uh, recycling and using the brewery spent grains. So the grains nowadays very often are actually used to produce some uh, animal food. But the scientists have been trying to find some other ways. And when I was researching this project, I also found some other ones on the web. Some of them, for example, are trying to produce biodegradable cutlery. And this is also on the table in case of this project. This project is, um, of course, a cooperation between different universities. The project is called BioVol. And it was launched in June 2017. The idea is to research the spent grains and try to find a way to use them. We are talking about an annual global output of about 35 million tons of these. So it would be really great to find a solution for that waste, of course. And which other countries could participate in it than Germany, Belgium, France and Luxembourg? On the table with uh, Lich, so the Luxembourg Institute of Health participating, is finding some outcome. We are talking about cutlery, as I mentioned before. There is vinegar, producing vinegar, flour, or maybe something in the pharmaceutical industry or cosmetics. I've also read that it might be possible to use it as a way to improve glucose metabolism, or there's some study focusing more on the anti-inflammatory or antioxidant characteristics of these spent grains. So there's a lot, a lot of possibilities. And I just wonder how, what do you do? Do you actually make a list of things you can make out of them? How do you end up with this particular list? That would be really great to find out. I couldn't find the answer here, but it seems there is a kind of an established group of products that we can talk about in this case. So, so this project has been going on for a couple of years now. 
and um, we are to expect some great outcomes in the future, hopefully. So if ever you get some biodegradable cutlery, check, maybe it's thanks to the fact that first you drank some beer. Or maybe not you, but at least a result of the beer production. And this had to be in the podcast, obviously, because it's about voice. And as you know, podcast voice, me working with it, you listening, this all is a little bit related. I hope, though, that nobody from the Lich, so again, the Luxembourg Institute of Health, is listening and analyzing my voice right now to tell you more about my illnesses. Because this time I want to tell you something about a special new project called CoLive Voice. And it's a digital health study that wants to collect voice samples from all over the world. So wherever you are, if you are more than 15 years old and you want to give your voice samples, you can sign up. Again, the link will be in the show notes. And uh, the scientists wanted to actually analyze, as I said, voice samples, different coughing, reading some text, some spontaneous speech, whatever. And through that, through these samples, through this data collected, they want to be able to diagnose different illnesses. So they're looking for healthy people. They're also looking for people with certain illnesses in order to compare and to be able to look at the so-called vocal biomarkers that should help us actually diagnose certain things. They can be used in telemedicine that, well, nowadays has become a bit more popular, unfortunately, because of known reasons. Um, Maybe telemonitoring of patients between their visits. We can also talk about the assessment of effectiveness of a drug in a clinical trial. So three different important factors for for healthy and ill patients. There hasn't been such a study yet, so hopefully this will lead us to some really great uh, developments and great uh, outcomes. We are talking about collecting, as I said, a lot of samples. Uh, The ambitious aim is 50,000 individuals uh, all over the world who would share their voice samples. And the scientists want to focus on patients with living with cancer, with diabetes, with multiple sclerosis, inflammatory bowel disease, or even COVID. And uh, they also claim that already with a prolonged R, they're able to say something about maybe some onset of Parkinson's disease. They say that with uh, certain linguistic features, we can talk about mental health disorders and so on and so forth. If you're listening and analyzing my voice, you know it all right now. Anyway, the application for the study is in a couple of languages, in English, French, German and Spanish. And you can hope for certain information about your voice or about voice analysis in general. So if you're interested, please sign up. As I said before, the link will be in the show notes. And last but not least, the Luxembourgish dinosaur. It got me really excited. Of course, I was already imagining a Luxembourgish T-Rex or whatever. And then I was a little bit disappointed that we're just talking about a marine dinosaur. And then I wasn't disappointed because I found out how big it was and how amazing it was as well. So we're talking about an ichthyosaur, um, most probably a Temnodontosaurus. And this still has to be confirmed as we haven't obviously we, or rather the, the scientists, the researchers at the National Museum of Natural History, 
uh, they only found certain parts of the skeleton. And from that, they, they are able to say that most probably this dinosaur was about seven meters long. And most probably it was that type, but we are not 100% sure. I read a little bit about this dinosaur. I have to say I didn't know much before. And what is impressive is the size of its eyes. It seems that it most probably had about 20 centimeter diameter eyes. If it all proves true, and if it really is what the scientists suppose it is, parts of this skeleton will be shown during the newest exhibition at the museum called Lost Ocean. This exhibition will open in October 2021 and you will be able to see other inhabitants of the ancient seas. So I forgot to mention where it was found. Nowadays, this is the place where we have rather new buildings, new developments. You guessed it right, it's Cloche d'Or. So that's where they found it in one of the streams while doing some works there. And I guess that's it. After the dinosaur, it's time for the answer to the pub quiz. So if you remember, the question was related to our beloved blue bag, the Valor Lux bag. And my question to you was that nowadays there are different rules for sorting plastic and we can add some new things into our blue bag. And I was asking you what? So was it A. Black plastic B. Plastic films and bags C. Crisps packaging D coffee packaging, or E, plastic pots, cups and trays. I hope I actually repeated this in the right order. So if you were writing the letters, I'm very sorry. I hope you listened to the question once again. Anyway, the answer is plastic films and bags and plastic pots, cups and trays. If you're surprised and you were putting them in, actually you were incorrect. You were not supposed to put them in. Plastic pots, cups and trays, plastic films and bags before were not supposed to go to the blue bag. Now they are rightly there. But no, definitely no black plastic. Do you know why, by the way? It's very difficult to sort it. It actually is not really recognized by the machines and then it, as it's not recyclable, it can cause a lot of problems in the recycling centers. I haven't found out though why not coffee packaging and crisp packaging. Do you know? If you do, please let me know. And of course, let me know about any other things. Also, Valorlux bags, if you want. Any problems, any comments, any wishes, maybe. But anyway, this is, in the end, good news. We can put more things and more things will be recycled. As you know, with the answer to the pep quiz, uh, we come to the end of this podcast. I just wanted to tell you that recently, one of the projects I talked about, so the Colonia Luxemburgensia, uh, that this this uh, multimedia project uh, that was created in cooperation with C Square D H at the University of Luxembourg, has been awarded a prize uh, from from the Esch Rotary Club, uh, quite a substantial prize. Um, and yes, I'm happy that I talked about it, and then it got a prize. So congratulations to Dominique Santana, who is behind this project, and hopefully I'll be able to report a little bit more about it once it develops and gets to a more advanced stage. If you don't remember, this is this project where uh, Dominique is uh, researching the travel of uh, miners, Luxembourgish miners, to Brazil 
to start a new colony, to start a new place and help develop the mines there. Another thing that I wanted to tell you is that recently one of the media reported the bigger awareness of scientific research in Luxembourg. And I was really hoping it's because of my podcast. Well, let's face it, it was not there for quite some time. So most probably that's the only reason why it was not mentioned. This time it was more about COVID. So something positive about COVID. It seems that the general public noticed more the scientists and their work in Luxembourg because of COVID. There is bigger awareness. Uh, look at it as you want, but uh, I guess uh, promoting science and talking about research is always good. Even if it's through this terrible virus, it definitely helped with visibility. Anyway, thank you very much for today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you want to follow us, if you haven't done it yet, uh, please go to Twitter, Facebook, check out the LinkedIn page or just the Buzzsprout page where the podcast is. There are quite a few episodes. Maybe you haven't listened to one of them. And of course, don't forget to give me your feedback. If you have any comments, suggestions or whatever, I'll be always happy to listen to them. And also, I have one more piece of news to share with you. This is almost the last episode of this season. And next season, I'm planning to add something more. So please listen. And uh, I hope you'll enjoy this small surprise that is coming soon. This was Silax, and my name is Hanna Siemaszko. Music